Welcome to Stroke of Wisdom, the podcast that aims to use personal trauma to shape meaningful life lessons. Welcome to another episode of Stroke of Wisdom, brought to you by your host Janina, yours truly. So, in transparency, this week's episode was inspired after reading an essay this weekend that was authored by actor Amelia Clark, who stars on Game of Thrones. Now, although I'm not a regular watcher of the show, I will admit that reading her personal essay this weekend hit home as a stroke survivor and prompted me to formulate some of my thoughts after surviving my own trauma. And I thought it would be useful and insightful to share some notes that I think I hope would provide education to non-survivors while also serve as empowerment for survivors of such a related trauma. Now, if you haven't read Amelia's personal story in The New Yorker, I encourage you to do so ASAP. I will include a link to that essay in the show notes. With that in mind, I shared this essay. There is something surreal about the very moment you genuinely realize that the body or the mind that you've lived in your whole life isn't doing right. The morning it happened to me, I'd woken up with a fancy job, the apartment of my dreams, in love and happy. But after a few frantic phone calls to my boyfriend, now fiance, where I wasn't making any sense, I immediately found myself being wheeled into an emergency room after strong suspicions that I had way more than a headache. To me, it was a throbbing nuisance getting in the way of me completing a press release, but this pain was just so much bigger than something that I'd ever known, although I really had no clue what it meant at that time. The events that followed were draining as I found myself scared, sad, frightened, fearful of my future, and feeling lonely. Although I was surrounded by doctors who reminded me to remain optimistic and had a loving boyfriend by my side, I knew that the world as I knew it was just different. The days that followed were long ones as I ached for this event in my life to be a fleeting moment 
and not as real as it was becoming with every moment. Throughout those first days, I had a slew of visitors and friends come see me, even a big brother that hopped on a plane the day that it happened. Everyone that saw me was focused on providing me the reassurances and comfort that I needed in those moments if I was going to be getting out of that hospital bed and eventually recovering, healing, and moving on. In the time that passed, I found that the motivation that helped me get through it was coming from those loved ones that were reminding me that I was still here intentionally getting through this moment and on the other side. The weeks and months after I was discharged were tough and lonely, especially as I intentionally opted to keep the nature of my condition cloaked from so many others in my life. Even much of my family, in part to avoid reliving the story that still pained me. It was also important for me to downplay the severity of things and to ensure people that I wasn't frail and that I was able to rebound from such an experience. I'll say that in the immediate days after everything had happened, I also found that it was hard to have people just appreciate my experience without feeling that they needed to sympathize or do something to make it better. Although I realized that what people around me weren't really aware of was that I was already stronger for having lived through the experience and I wasn't fragile. Yes, it was lousy and I needed to heal, but I was there and able to tell the story and on my feet. I'll say that taking a time out from the demands of my life afforded me the ability to focus on getting comfortable with the spaces of my mind that had changed while drawing from the energy, confidence, and love from the people that knew me and trusted me that my survival was meaningful and refused to allow me to continue to question myself any more than I was already doing it. Even as I'm reflecting on everything that happened and those days and months, I realize that there are so many other descriptions and so many words that I can say now to illustrate the experience. Although I don't think any of that would really matter because it doesn't change the main point. That regardless of whether or not you live this experience, 
understanding that trauma changes you and impacts you is is a is a big deal without having to identify with exactly the experience and you can imagine that anything that changes you in the way that you know will alter the way that you live and the way that you see the world that all said there are only a handful of things that end up mattering to anyone that survives such a traumatic kind of experience the treatment and the care that you get after the trauma has happened the safety net of love that surrounds you as you recover and the version of life that you lead after a trauma like this happens points that Amelia sums up lovely in the essay. Regardless of whether or not you survived this trauma, I hope you appreciate the essay. And thanks for listening to Stroke of Wisdom. If you haven't done it yet, don't forget to check out the show notes. Keep up with us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast to get notifications for the next episode. And if you like today's episode, please feel free to show us with a five-star rating. Thank you for listening to Stroke of Wisdom. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For the latest news and updates, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stroke of Wisdom. Or on Instagram at Stroke of Wisdom Podcast. If you have any questions about the show, you can email us directly at podcast at strokeofwisdom.com. Have a great day.